Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast where we provide nourishment for the soul, allowing you to transform from the inside out, providing rapid results in mindset and fitness so you can recharge your battery and reclaim your power. Hey there, my friend, Perry Tinsley here. Get ready to be inspired today because I got a special guest on, a real game changer, Shane Dowd. He is making such an impact. Shane helps people fix chronic pain and improve your body's flexibility and build a bulletproof body. Who doesn't want that, right? For a vibrant, active lifestyle. And in this interview today, we dig into simple ways for you to become your strongest, healthiest self without relying on pills and surgeries and things like that. And with his expertise and passion, he's making a real difference on how we approach our health. I learned so much. I can't wait for you to hear it. So get ready to be wowed and let's get to that interview. Hey, everyone. Today, as I just got done telling you, we have a super awesome guest on today's show. Shane Dowd is on and welcome to the Power Blast podcast, Shane. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you here because He's a real life superhero. He teaches people, I, and I'm, I'm just doing research here, teaches people to be stronger and healthier without having to do, having to go and get medicine and surgeries and things like that. And I'm sure you're going to be leaning in on the, the thing, things that we talk about today um, because I, I think Shane can even uh, share some tips on just keeping our bodies in tip top shape. And I know a lot of us want that. But do we actually do it, or do we even recognize when's that? What 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 do I need to be working on? So, Shane, let, let's just kick it off here. You've got a story here. I was I was reading athlete. I was reading Olymp Olympic train. Were you training for the Olympics at one point? I wasn't training for the Olympics, but I was training okay. with an Olympian. Oh, with an Olympian. Okay, but yeah. maybe you can share it because you went through a personal health crisis of your, uh, your, on your own. I'm sure that may have had something to do with your, your journey. So you care to just kind of give us a story of how, how you came to be helping people with their, uh, their health. Yeah, for sure. I actually, you know, after I said I was training with an Olympian, I realized that I actually am training for the Olympics, but the senior Olympics, I'm going to be turning 40 within the next two years. And you can start competing in the senior Olympics when you're 50. And there's all these kind of events for track and field and, and different stuff. So technically I am training for the Olympics, just the senior Olympics, but going back to kind of the, the beginning of the journey, um, in 2008, I graduated college and I wanted to become a strength and conditioning coach. And so I found a mentorship with a really high level track and field coach named Carl Valley in Massachusetts. And he was coaching an athlete named Hector Cotto, who was a 110 meter hurdler and he made it to the 2008 and 2012 Beijing Olympics. And so this was super cool because this was my first introduction into the world of strength and conditioning, health and fitness. I'd been an athlete my whole life, but when I started this mentorship, I got to literally do everything that Hector was doing in his training and his rehab and his recovery. I got to see if he got hurt, what he did to recover that was different than maybe the average person would do. Cause it was, mm -hmm. it was different and it kind of shaped the way that I, um, in the future, when I became someone who helps people with pain and injuries, I looked back at the time when I was training with him and, uh, borrowed from that to, um, help other people recover faster. So, so that was the, the origin when I was learning to be a strength and conditioning coach, I was going to the track with Hector, lifting weights in the gym with him. Um, mm -hmm. fast forward a couple of years down my, my journey, I ended up getting really, really hurt. Um, sometime around 2011, I was doing Olympic weightlifting. I was an Olympic weightlifting coach and a strength and conditioning coach. 
and I ended up hurting my back really bad due to an underlying condition called femoral acetabular impingement, or more commonly called hip impingement. And um, that was a a major transition for me where I went from Mr. Athlete Strength and Conditioning Coach guy to, oh my God, I'm age 26 and they're telling me I'm, I'm on the verge of surgery for this hip impingement problem. That's way too young to like get a hip replacement or something. So I shifted into the world of mobility, flexibility, rehabilitation. And then now that's primarily what I help people with. Mm, Okay. Quite a journey there. And lots of questions in my mind, because I've had some things that become very humbling. Um, And it's easy to, I think, as we go along, just chalk it up to age and say, well, this is just the way uh, age is. But here you are, 26. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's probably not the, the the mindset that you were in at the time. I kind of smile at uh, you, you're about to turn 40 because that that literally for me, that was when I, I actually made the decision because I got to a point where I, I promised I would never be, never be over, overweight, out of shape, you know, all, you know, but the blueprint was in front of me with all my friends, family, unhealthy habits of, you know, and I was like, oh, here I am. But. This is this is really cool because the range of motions. People, you you should see that if you go ever go and look at any of these guys and you just type in his name and an image, you see this guy doing the splits. Okay, I don't know if you still do it at the age of forty, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so talk about longevity here. So really, really pay attention to this stuff. Um, but the back stuff, you had the hip stuff. I had a degenerative disc that just took me out like super fast. And I was like, Whoa, you know, what, what ended up happening there? Your army crawling to let the dogs out. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you wonderful that you got to be in the room and, and learn from that experience. Um, I don't know that everybody gets to go and have such, I don't know, I, I don't know, you call it on the job training or just the real world experience from what you learned in the classroom. What was kind of a difference there for you from what you'd been learning to what you actually saw or went through with him? Well, there, there's kind of like two big informative learnings. One was shadowing this Olympic level athlete and seeing what the best in the world do to train and recover better, faster. But then the other big learning experience, which was like over the span of five years was after this injury that I mentioned, where um, I was like, I'm not getting surgery in my 20s. It's just too, too young. Um, And I, I get when I, when I see something of value, like learning how to take care of the human body, so it's not in pain, and it moves freely and easily for a lifetime, I get obsessed with it. And I go down the rabbit hole and start studying it super, super in depth. So at that point in time, I went back to school, became a massage therapist, became a corrective exercise specialist, found all of Kelly Starrett's videos. If you're familiar with him, mobility wad, ready state, he was like the original mobility guru. And I was like, mobility, mobility is what I'm lacking. I'm the tin man. I'm stiff and tight. I can't do anything. I need to learn this mobility thing so that I can move more freely and easily. And so I was doing hours and hours uh, a day of self work, like tinkering on myself, not studying a textbook, massaging, stretching, strengthening myself for hours in a day. I, I changed my entire personal training practice from being all personal training and strength and conditioning clients to half personal training, half mobility clients. And I would mobilize and stretch and and tinker on my body while I was teaching them how to mobilize their body and get rid of their pains and things like that. So what that allowed me to do is for a period of years, I could spend hours a day 
massaging and stretching and strengthening my body. And that was supremely educational and informative because everything that I'd learned in my kinesiology classes and anatomy classes was like a nice baseline starting point, but there's just nothing like experiential knowledge, experiential wisdom from having put Mm -hmm. in 10,000 plus hours into a particular topic. And so those were the two major, uh, learning experiences, shadowing the, the Olympians and the, and the world-class therapist that he was working with and being so messed up and on the verge of surgery that I had to spend a bunch of time and money and energy figuring out how to come out of that without surgery. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, there, there's something to elite performance and uh, all the, all the sports performance, uh, um, things that have just evolved over the years. Let's go back to the, um, just the everyday Joe, everyday Jane. Um, you mentioned, I think that kind of happened to me too, where all of a sudden you're at a tipping point where there's like, okay, I got to do something. And I think for a lot of people, maybe just, maybe it's because of advertising on TV. Maybe it's just the way we've been brought up and know, just like we're going to a doctor where it's like, Hey, I, I need some medicine, get rid of these symptoms. I need surgery to, for the, the quick fix thing. But you're saying there's an alternative to this that we may want to approach it in a different way where we're not having medicines that are maybe messing with other parts of our bodies and um, surgeries that may not be as effective. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. What, what, have, what have you found with that? What is, what is this, um, the mobility uh, and flexibility and massage done for you? And what, what, what have you learned over the years? Yeah. Well, I mean, Everyone runs into pain in life. Like if you ask any of your friends and family, I don't think you're, if you surveyed all of them, you're not going to find one single person who doesn't have something that's injured or hurt or achy or stiff or whatever. So then the question is, well, what do you do about that? And what you pointed to was for the average person, all their options are basically go to the doctor and doctors have a, they're, they're, they have specialized knowledge. They know how to prescribe medication. They know how to do surgeries if they're like a surgeon. Or if it's outside of that, most of them are not fitness specialists, strength and conditioning specialists, flexibility, mobility, rehab specialists. They can refer you to a physical therapist who can help you with the rehab side of things. But even that can be uh, a very hit or miss in my experience. I went to, I think, over 30 healers, physical therapists, massage therapists, rolfers, ART, acupuncture, et cetera, et cetera, mm. spent like $26,000. And I, and, I, and I think I was left very happy and impressed and satisfied with maybe one or two of those 30 people. Um, Some of them had, they were really great in one thin area, like the ART specialist, the massage therapist, the, the deep tissue rolfing guy did really good body work, but he couldn't tell me anything about strengthening or stretching, generally speaking, because he was a specialist in one area. So I had to sort of um, cobble together the best practices that I could find from a broad range of disciplines and put them together in a bundle that really worked for me. And now it's working for the people that I help online. And I call it like the TSR system. And that stands for tissue work, stretching, and re-education. Re-education means strengthening and lifestyle. So it's like in simple layman's terms, if you're in pain, there's three huge things that can help you. And if you're not doing a combination of all three of them, then you're missing some big rocks. So if you're not massaging your body, you're not doing some degree of stretching your body and you're not doing anything to strengthen it in some combination of those, you're missing a huge pillar. And, and it's more common than you think. Like, I don't know if you've been to uh, physical therapy 
Perry, but my experience was they usually either had me stretching some things or strengthening some things, maybe a teeny bit of foam rolling in there, but, but rarely. Um, but it was never like, here's a very comprehensive massaging and stretching and strengthening plan. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that that's the best. And I think that's what most people need. And so that's why I put out gobbles of YouTube videos and online content to try to teach people how to become their own best physical therapist, their own best healer by learning these three skills, massaging, stretching, and strengthening your body. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what I learned from, from all of that time. Wow. That's what, yeah, you've got a catalog. I mean, it's (laughs) everything from free content that people can download and, or, or, uh, binge watch. Um, well, I say binge watch, but it's not like just for entertainment purposes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I'm guessing your clients are coming to you and going onto your YouTube channel and they're, they're searching for some sort of how to get rid of neck pain, how to get, and probably related to some sort of pain as opposed to how do I move my hip better? I mean, they're probably not looking for the improvement part that's due to the, the fix, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think if, if, if I have pain in my body, there's nothing more important to me than that. I've had multiple bouts of back pain, knee pain, neck pain. I have mm-hmm. scoliosis, labral tears, hip impingements, fractured toes. Like I, I'm a mess on an x-ray and an MRI, but I have no pain or movement problems. But um, I, I, I realized that I needed, I, I, could, I, I developed my own specialized knowledge in two broad areas, which is fixing pain and getting flexible. I got very good at both of those things from mm-hmm. having lots of problems. And so I created Fix Injury University, which is this curriculum of programs that help people with every pain that you could have in your body, neck, shoulder, back, knee, foot, et cetera, sciatica, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And FAI, hip impingement, femoral acetabular impingement, which is the the thing that started all this for me. It was my hip impingement that led me down this path. So I got Fix Injury University, and then I have Flexibility University because there are some people that don't have pain, but they're an athlete and they realize that they're stiff or tight. They need more range of motion either for their sport. Maybe it's a CrossFitter who needs better shoulder mobility for his weightlifting activities. Um, I have a program about deep squat flexibility for people that want to improve their hip and ankle mobility. Um, so I have all my flexibility programs and all my fixed injury programs. And I also have a bunch of free videos and eBooks and articles that go along to help people get to know me so they can see if they resonate with my style of teaching. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think, uh, if I could share from my own experience, just with the, the range of motion and flexibility, I think many of us, we just don't take that into consideration. You know, it's like, well, over the years, maybe some warm up, you know, maybe some stretching there you know, in the cool down area, uh, after an exercise, but then we're hitting it hard. Um, it, this is assuming that we've decided to exercise at all. Okay. Um, otherwise then, uh, we've gone through all of this time of technology and really gotten good at hunching our backs and really compromising the collarbone and all this stuff. And then, now we're like, why does my shoulder hurt? You know, and not realizing that there's, there, there's some correlation stuff there, but so how long would it take somebody to, um, start on, I'm, I'm sure, I don't know if there, that's even a good question is how long it would take somebody to just start applying things daily to take care of an issue, maybe get rid of some pain and maybe start just feeling better. Is there like 30 days it takes or is there an yeah. answer to that? 
Yeah, there's 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 some some broad answers. I mean, mm. I guess the the first thing to say is this actually reminds me of a post that I saw of yours where you posted something about mobility and how important mm. that you were seeing and realizing that it was. Mm. And I think it's important to define what that means for people because one of the things that I'm teaching people is mobility, both so they can just be more mobile, but also because mobility can help you fix pain and injuries mm. if if you got hurt because of a lack of mobility. So my definition of mobility is the ability to move freely and easily. That's mobility. So if you're a human being who has an interest in moving freely and easily without pain, you should be interested in mobility. That can be the the entire mobility of your whole body, how freely and easily it can move and your specific joint mobility at every joint in your body. Um, So as far as like how long it takes to kind of like get rid of different pains. It can be so variable. If someone's got chronic hip pain for 15 years and arthritis and labral tears like I have in my hips, and they've never done any massage or stretching or strengthening and it's long-term, it's going to take longer for that person. I think the average person from almost any starting point can start to, I mean, sometimes it can be very, very quick to get like immediate pain relief. Um, What I mean is if you have the right tool for the job, so I start with massage. Most people, when they think about self-massage, they think about getting a massage, like someone's just kind of using their hands and massaging you, or maybe a foam roller and a ball. Maybe some people have now experience with a foam roller and a ball. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have like a pain in your body, there's big, blunt, broad tools like a foam roller, and then there's precise laser tools like, say, um, one of these. This is a fireball, which I use for certain exercises, a jackknobber, and a hip stick. Um, and each one of these has different uses in the human body. It's like body. you're playing a new sport. And, <laughs> and it's just like a car mechanic. Like a car mechanic can fix a car with like, it can fix a lot of things with a wrench. Mm-hmm. But if he has a few more specialty tools, he can do a whole heck of a lot more on the, on the car. It's the same thing with the human body. If I've got neck pain, I'm not going to foam roll my neck, but I might use a specialty tool to very quickly give me some pain relief. I think that what I call targeted tissue work, very precise precision massage is the closest thing that I've found to immediate pain relief um, out of all of the things that you could do to yourself. And so using the right tool for the right job can give some people instant pain relief. Um, But then, you know, to to make it last and make it um, durable, um, you know, it might be looking at 20, 30 days to like really come out of like, say a serious back problem or okay. uh, 45 to 60 days if, if it's a much more chronic long-term problem. So it can range from immediate pain relief to mm-hmm. a month to really kind of get out of the woods to uh, a longer period of time to really ingrain it. I actually have a, a video on my YouTube channel called How Long Does Flexibility and Mobility Take? My 12-Year Journey, where I go wow. from the beginning when I was all messed up to now where I can do the splits and play frisbee and run and jump and lift weights and do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if you want to see kind of like the whole broad thing, that would be an interesting video for people to check out. That, that sounds like a good one. Yeah. I'm I'm going back to when I I discounted stretching or I'm I'm, I'm intentional, not stretching at the end of a workout, just stretching for a workout, doing some foam rolling, doing some yoga things, anything that was just kind of uh, working on that range of range of motion stuff. But then I said, you know, for the next 30 days, I'm just going to, I'm just going to give this a whirl. And I was really surprised at not only how I felt better and moved better, but all my exercises and all my workouts became better. And that helped me become even stronger. And I just didn't, 
there was like a disconnect for me. So, I mean, how do you help your, um, you know, your clients realize that, you know, it's not just getting rid of the pain, but by doing some of these things more on a regular basis, there can be some life benefits to it. I'm sure that's in part of your video, but, uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if I can show people some quick exercises that take away their pain and make them feel better then okay, I've got, I've got the hook in, I've got them kind of interested in mobility. It's like, if I can wave the magic wand and take away your pain with some, some self massage and a little bit of stretching, you might become interested, but there's other people that aren't in a lot of pain and they Mm. can't see the connection between improved mobility and what they care about, which might be sports performance, lifting weights, going faster. Um, so there's some, some different ways of showing them. Like, for example, I don't know if you've ever done an overhead squat in the gym where you put a barbell over your head and try to squat for most people, not, but I've seen it done. (laughs) Yeah. It's a challenge for most people because it's a full body mobility exercise. You have to be very upright with your torso, which means you need good hip and ankle mobility, good thoracic spine, extensibility, good shoulder mobility. Um, and I'll take some of like a big, strong buff athlete who maybe struggle struggles with that exercise a little bit and compare him with a female who's much, you know, not as strong as him, but has much better positioning and mobility and have them do overhead squats and see who can do more reps with the same weight, say a hundred pounds or whatever. And oftentimes the, the female with much less strength, but much better mobility can lift more, more weight, more reps because position is power. She has better positioning so she can generate more power and more force. Now that doesn't apply for everything. The overhead squat is highly demanding on the mobility. So it, it highlights the point that I'm making. You won't find that in say like the deadlift where you can just like get it up with one way or the other with a curved back with a flat back. And so your mobility won't help as much in that. Um, but it will help in other exercises. Um, or if you're, you know, a runner or doing some other kind of sport, there's always, um, key ranges of motion that you need for your sport or your activity. And a trained coach Mm -hmm. can tell if you're missing those ranges of motion. And if you are, you're compensating and you probably are already experiencing a sore back from your compensations or, or whatever. And so if you, if you don't have enough range of motion to get into safe biomechanical positions, what is your plan to get into safe biomechanical positions? And, uh, to improve your mobility, it's either stretching something, massaging something or strengthening something like you just mm-hmm. deadlifting with full range of motion can improve your forward folding hinging abilities, for example. So, um, it's not that you always need to just stretch something, but some combination of that massaging, stretching and strengthening will prevent injuries, get you in better positions, make you stronger and more powerful in certain exercises. And, um, if I can show that to someone, it usually gets them very interested in mobility. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when you feel it, <laughs> yeah. you start feeling the benefits and, or seeing the progress. Uh, how about the, I, I don't know if everybody listening on the podcast here is into the fitness routine, stuff like that. Maybe some have gotten sidetracked. Maybe some are like, you know, I need to get back in. I'm in a new chapter of life and my giddy up isn't the way it used to be. <laughs> um, about how much time would be a benefit to, you know, give attention to doing some of the, the, the S, um, the TSR method that you were talking about. 
Um, it again depends on what your starting point is and what your okay. end goal is. For example, if you're someone that generally feels pretty good, you don't have any pain or problems, but you know you feel a little stiff and tight from time to time, you know your posture is you know not as good as it could be, you're, you're a little bit stiff and you just need kind of like a little bit of work, then I would say that 10 to 15 minutes of body maintenance per day, huh. four to six days a week, take Sunday off, who cares? Um, is probably enough for most people. And it doesn't even have to be like a separate thing, a new routine that you're adding to your already full day oh, of really? routines. Okay. Um, what I do is I have my home gym behind me. I don't know if you can see it on camera, but I'll just be lifting weights or exercising. And instead of just sitting on my butt and looking at my phone for a minute or two in between push-ups or bench press or pull-ups or whatever I'm doing, mm -hmm. I just mobilize something. I just do a quick stretch or a quick self-massage. So it actually okay. doesn't take up any more of my time to fit in 15 minutes of body mechanic tinkering. So for the average person who doesn't need much, you can start there. But then on the other end of the spectrum, you know, I work with people who have severe femoral acetabular impingement and hip problems or they're on the verge of sur surgery and chronic arthritis and all this stuff. And it's been that way for 20, 30, 40 years. Um, and that person needs to invest more time to kind of get out of the hole, to come out of the debts. Yeah. And so, um, that person might be investing an hour a day in the beginning to recover their body, improve their mobility, get rid of their pain, learn these life skills. So it can, it can range quite a range quite a bit. Yeah. I like the way you said that though, with, um, you know, I, I'm just thinking I have, I have gone to like a physical, physical therapist and a physiotherapist before. And one thing you, you get a set of drills that you would do and it became an extra thing. Yeah. I want to get rid of this issue. I want to get rid of this pain. And then once it starts to subside, we tend to get a little bit lax in our routine. <laughs> and so, uh, or maybe it's just Perry. Maybe I'm the only one out there that that ever happened to. And so and I'm just making up something here. But how let, let's pretend that there's another person that had the situation. What's the mindset behind it continuing to go on and move forward? Let's say you start to feel relief. You start to feel better. I'm good. Do I need to continue this? Should I continue this? Um you know, should I do the maintenance stuff that Shane's talking about? What, what, what's your thoughts on that? I think, uh, every human being at least needs some maintenance, massaging, stretching, and strengthening. There's a certain minimum dose of working on your body that is going to make anyone feel better. I mean, as if, if I had two twins and I said, twin one, you're going to just sit on your butt and be a couch potato for a year. Twin two, you're just going to do 10 to 15 minutes a day of light movement and stretching and a little bit of light strengthening. Mm -hmm. I guarantee they're going to move and feel radically different after a year's time. So yeah. I think that everyone, no matter who you are, what you're doing, uh, I would encourage them to develop um, some kind of a daily body care practice. I mean, another metaphor that I really like is if you had one car for your entire life and you knew that you could never have another car, how often do you think you would take it to the mechanic? Mm. Probably pretty frequently, especially as it got older. <laughs> um, and so the, the human body is the same. Yes, it's not a cold steel hard machine. It's an organic organism that remodels itself, but it doesn't always remodel itself for, for the better. You know, I fractured my left big toe 12 years ago 
And my body has compensated away from that pain and injury and caused a whole host of new problems. It's like, mm. I call it like the deadly domino effect. It's like the one injury plus time turns into like all of these other things. And awesome. if you're not doing even the bare minimum to try to mitigate that, um, you know, calm it down, tone it down, do something about it, then one thing's going to turn into another, turn into another, turn into another. And then you'll end up how most people end up at towards the end of their life, which is like moving less and less and less and less and less with more and more and more and more pain. And if you contrast that with someone who took the time to create the discipline, created the structure and the lifestyle to at least mm. do 10 to 15 minutes of stretching and mobility work a day, they're going to feel radically different after five, 10, 20, 30 years of doing that. Yeah. You know, that could be even part of your little, I, I don't know if there's ideal times of the day. I'm, I'm just off the top of my head going, you know what? You could create yourself a little morning ritual and evening ritual. I'm guessing that could cover some of that stuff. And is this something that you can like literally do in the living room while binge watching Netflix or something? Or do you have to like, I got to get into a gym or I got to have all this apparatus and stuff? No, there's a lot of different ways of doing it. I mean, I have clients who prefer to do it how I do it, which is part of their exercise and weightlifting routine. Okay. So that's one way of doing it. So I'll go out for a run. I live in Columbia, South America in this moment in time, and I'll go out for a run in the beautiful nature here. I thought I, I saw Columbia come through and I'm like, did I read that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. My wife is coming. There's probably a whole nother set of questions coming at you for that. <laughs> but anyway, continue on. Yeah. So, so what I do as an athlete, I will, an athlete training for the Olympics, I'll remind you, I uh, yeah. will go for a run and stretch while I'm warming up for my run. I'll do a quick hip flexor stretch, a quick quad, glute, calf, hamstring stretch. And I just did some mobility work while I was warming up. No, no additional thing. I'll come back. I'll, I'll lift weights here in the little home gym. And like I said, I'll do my mobility work, massaging, stretching, joint mobilizations in between my normal exercise routine. So that would be mm -hmm. A picture of someone who's already got a movement-based kind of active lifestyle. Um, but an another totally valid approach, either for that same person or for someone else, is to, like you said, make it part of your morning routine, make it part of your wind-down evening routine, because massage and deep breathing and stretching is very down-regulating. It's going to calm you down. It's going to relax you. And so it can be a great thing to do before bed to just do a little bit of massage, a little bit of stretching and deep breathing, and you'll probably sleep better. So it, that mm. that could become habitual for you. Other people, maybe it's the morning time. Um, you mentioned like doing it in, for in front of Netflix. You know, a lot of people these days are, they've got their favorite Netflix show or that podcast that they like, you know, in that time that you're listening to your podcast or watching your yeah. show, get down on the floor roll out on some stuff. They've even got these massage guns these days, which are okay. They have their, their pros and cons, mm -hmm. but you can just like sit there on the couch, like, you know, massaging some things. I will say it's not the best. There's better ways of massaging certain areas of your body, certain muscles, but okay. there yeah. is a, a lazy man's way to mobility as well. <laughs> and so you could do it while listening to a podcast, the, the Perry podcast, you can listen, watch it while you're watching your Netflix show. So there's okay. many different ways to, to do it. Yeah, uh, I've been just brainstorming ideas because, um, you know, a lot, a lot of times I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, Shane, I, I've got, I, I do want to get this and do all these things. And that really sounds great. And I know I'll probably feel good, but you don't, I'm so busy. I've got all these things. And so that's why I was trying to brainstorm some ideas with you. Um, just to, to have it stack it, if, if you want to use the term, it's like, while you're doing something else. While you're making coffee, you're doing something. You know, maybe it's the upper part of your body. While you're doing this, it's another. 
and I'll, I think if we can get into some routines, I mean, just imagine this. Um, if you were applying the things that, you know, we haven't even talked about how somebody can learn more about what Shane has and, and some of the things that you can possibly do. But just imagine where you could be if you were doing some sort of daily routine like this a year from now. I mean, it, it you know, you started now and in a year from now it, where you're able to just functionally, you know, move yourself day-to-day activities, even if you're not planning on signing up for the next Tough Mudder or uh, signing up for Ninja Warrior or anything like that. Maybe it's just like, you know, gardening sounded like such a chore before and or even just mowing the lawn because of the hip stuff. And now, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to paint a picture there of, or even that one thing that I do, Shane, when it comes to, I I even want to see if this makes a difference in my life. You know, I hated vegetables all my life. So I'm like, okay, when I started getting healthy, I'm like, do vegetables really matter? So I gave myself a little 30 day. Next 30 days, I'm going to commit to just some vegetables. See, and dang, if not a week later, I'm like, oh, what have I been missing on? <laughs> you know, so I, I'm wondering, you know, if somebody may just say, you know, for the next 30 days, I'm going to going to test this out, see how my body feels. Would that be of benefit to somebody? Or even I, I know if somebody's got some sort of crazy, wild pain and injury sort of thing that they're really working through, but. I would think in 30 days, it can at least start feeling some relief, right? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, like, I, like I said earlier, if you have the the right massage tool and you, and you learn okay. the right technique, sometimes the pain can be in the pain relief can be instantaneous. And to yeah. me, as someone who's had a lot of pain and injuries over my lifetime, there's nothing more motivating to me than I had pain a minute ago and now it's gone. Like if that's not motivating for you to keep doing that thing, then nothing will motivate you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's, this is actually why I structure all of my like do it yourself programs, like the knee pain or back pain or hip pain programs to be 30 to 45 days, because I think that's a reasonable amount of time. It's not so long where you're like, Oh God, I can't, I can't commit to a 90 day program, but give something a fair shot for 30 days. I think I can do that. Most people can do that. And so, uh, you try it out for 30 days, you massage things, you stretch things, you probably feel better within the first couple of sessions. And then that's self-reinforcing and self-motivating, especially for the pain people. Because like I said, if you had pain and it disappeared and you know, if you just keep doing that, it's going to stay gone. Mm -hmm. That's motivating. (laughs) Such such a benefit. Yeah. And just the, I, I think sometimes when we get into, you know, where we're just locked up, I think you referred to this like the tin man or whatever. It, and it's just like, oh my gosh, things I used to enjoy. I, I just, I've just come to just know, and I'm, I'm, I'm content with knowing I'll never be able to do those again. But what if, what if there's a possibility that you can at least be able to, you know, wouldn't you want to explore <laughs> this journey? Where would somebody go and research to find out? It's like, okay, what are these tools, Shane? And where can I find more information on how I could do this myself? Maybe even, maybe even work with you for 30, 60 days, whatever it is. Is there some a place that people can go to? Yeah. I mean, we got a whole host of options. I mean, YouTube is really great because my, I have 300 some odd videos on YouTube for free. What's the YouTube channel? Uh, got Rom. So if you search G O T space R O M got Rom, Rom stands for range of motion. 
uh, then you'll find me, or if you search Shane Dowd on Google or YouTube, you'll find me. But on there, we've got 300 free videos organized by topic, and you can search nice. them, and there's playlists for everything. So if you've got neck pain, there's a neck pain playlist. If you've got back pain, back pain, hip pain, foot pain. Mm. Or if you have a flexibility goal, like I want to do the back bridge, I want to touch my toes, I want to do the splits, I want to fix anterior pelvic tilt. Um, there's You can just search that on the YouTube channel, and you're going to find some free stuff. And if you like it, you vibe with it, then of course we have different programs, do-it-yourself programs where you can 30 days work on this pain or that pain. Um, like I said, I have those two universities, Fixed Injury University or Flexibility University. Mm-hmm. And so if you watch a bunch of my YouTube videos, you sign up for a free ebook or read the blog or whatever, and you're like, I like this dude. Like I, I could do one of his programs. Then you can do one of the 30 or 45 day programs. And for the people that need a lot of specialized specific help about their injuries and, and pains, um, I actually don't have room. I'm currently working with a lot of students one-on-one and I don't have any more room in my schedule, mm-hmm. but I just recently trained and hired a doctor of physical therapy named Garrett, who he himself had hip impingement and label tears and FAI. And now he's taking a lot of my other clients um, for this kind of VIP mentorship program where this is like the highest level of handholding. This is like having a doctor of physical therapy available to you 24 hours a day for three to six months straight. And so it's like mm-hmm. a very high level of handholding and help for people that have more serious issues or, or want to progress faster. So there's the whole spectrum, the free YouTube stuff, the free eBooks and articles, the, yeah. you know, 97 buck paid programs, and then the high end kind of premium one-on-one help stuff. Wow. What a, I'm kind of, uh, I'm really, really impressed and kind of jealous and envious going, Oh my gosh, I'm, <laughs> I want to have that many offerings out there. That's cool. But uh, uh, kudos to you for uh, putting all that out there and just making it free and available for so many people to do those things. Is there one area of the body that people like is like is the most important or the most popular one? People always go for the neck stuff or the shoulder stuff or what? Uh, is there is there one that uh, seems to be kind of like the the forerunner here? Well, because my whole journey started because I had the hip impingement. That one is very popular. I actually have, uh, that has its own website. It's called thefaifix.com. That stands the for- Fix. Yeah. F-A-I stands okay. for femoral acetabular impingement. So the, the, the fafix.com. Um, and so that's all about that specific hip pain and problem. But other really common ones are, as you've experienced, back pain is another really common one. I've had multiple SI joint back injuries. Knee pain is another really popular one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got programs and videos and articles about all those. So basically what we're learning is if there's a pain out there or an issue, Shane has signed up to have that pain and issue himself so he can go and be the guinea pig to totally correct it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I brutalized my body so I learned from it so I can help you. <laughs> so you don't have to, right? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good. My goodness. Well, it, Shane, it's been so great to have you on here. Is there anything, you know, whether it's mindset stuff, whether it's just taking action, whether it's just exploring or anything that maybe, maybe we just didn't bring up there. It's like, I'm just dying to share. And I just haven't Perry because you haven't asked Is there anything. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we really covered a lot of the importance mm-hmm. of mobility so that you can move and feel good. So that's, yeah. there's plenty of resources for that we didn't talk so much about kind of the the mental side of things and kind mm-hmm. of the habit side of things, but I think those are other important pieces of the puzzle. Uh, yeah. I'll just briefly kind of mention that if you're somewhere out there listening and you're, you're someone out there listening and you've got pain, I would also 
Um, think about two things. One is the mindfulness and kind of the inner game of recovering from injuries. So to the degree that you can, I would highly vouch for and recommend a mindfulness practice, especially one that's body-based where you're closing your eyes, breathing, relaxing, and observing the sensations of your body. What I've done for the past 11 years now is Vipassana meditation, these 10-day meditation retreats, residential retreats, or they have longer 20, 30, 45, 60-day retreats. But basically a body-based meditation practice, which is going to help you develop the muscle or the skill of voluntarily relaxing your nervous system, unclenching, um, which also makes you more in tune with your body, which makes you are massaging and stretching and strengthening better because you're more present, you're more aware, you're more relaxed. So to the degree that anyone is interested in practicing that, they can email me if they have more questions. I don't personally teach meditation, but I just am a a believer in it and and a Mm -hmm. practicer of it. Um, There's that. And then there's also the consistency thing, which is you can have the best program, the best tools, the best everything, but if you're not doing it, it's going to be kind of mixed results. So there's all kinds of little hacks and tricks and and ways of making it guaranteed that you make yourself more inevitable. Like you, you kind of jokingly were like, you know, I'm sure I'm the only one who's slipped off the bandwagon or, or not didn't want to do my routine or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. that's all of us. We're all inherently got the lazy gene to some degree. But what I used to do when I was coming out of my, my, all my problems is I asked myself something that I call inevitability thinking which basically mm-hmm. means instead of instead of saying, okay, I've got hip pain or I've got back pain, my goal is to fix it. Um, a better question might be, how could I create the, the structures, the system of my life, the environment around me such that hip pain or fixing back pain happens automatically? The result that I want to have happens automatically. It's inevitable. That's why I call it inevitability thinking. And usually if you stop and think about that, like, how could I make it inevitable that I'm going to definitely fix my hip pain or definitely fix my back pain or definitely Mm -hmm. accomplish my fitness goal or definitely learn Spanish or anything. Um, And usually you'll find that there's certain structures or things that you could put in place. For example, well, if I wanted to make it inevitable, I'd probably hire an expert coach. Um, I'd probably have some kind of accountability I'd probably keep score in some kind of way. It could be a habit tracking app. It could, what I use is I have this like personal planner that I was showing Perry before the call where I've got this um, scoreboard where I can kind of say, okay, my habit is do my mobility work. And then I mark the little X for every day that I do it. You can use an app, you can use pen and paper. You can just take out a piece of paper and do it. But yeah. um, a coach, accountability, keeping score and and dozens of other things can help you do the consistency part, which is, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80% of the, of the puzzle. So those are other two big, big areas that we didn't dive into, but are worth thinking about. Oh, definitely. You know, I think, um, and this is where, where I, when I work with clients, I could give you the perfect health and fitness plan, but until we've worked on the mindset thing and the thinking and, and who I need to be, to reach that goal. Those are the things that we work on. And a lot of times it's old habits, old beliefs, old, you know, so there's all that. So I'm glad that you brought that up in inevitability thinking. And, um, that totally ties within. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, 
we did talk about a lot of things and a lot of links and a lot of places people can go. I will drop those for sure into the um, into the show notes so you guys can keep track of wherever to go. But any final thoughts here, uh, Shane, as we go go off into the sunset and just freely roam with good range of motion? Um, let me think. Um, I mean, where can people find you other than, is it just the YouTube channel? Is that mainly the place to start? Yeah. The, the, the main website is gotrom.com where you'll find everything. Um, the, the hip pain specific site is the faifix.com. And if you just search Shane Dowd or gotrom on YouTube or Google or whatever, you'll come across my videos and social media and all that kind of stuff. That's how I researched you after you reached out. I'm like, who's this guy? Oh, yeah. he's got a lot of stuff out there. Amazing yeah, stuff. Yeah. So really, oh, really you. appreciate you sharing your insights. A lot of things I had not considered. Um, definitely going to check out the the channel more deeply and uh, see what we can do to have my, uh, my own personal health benefit from that too. So yeah. I really, really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, you're super welcome. And thank you so much for having me. And actually, I had, uh, I think I mentioned this to you in our chat. I'm going to give a gift to your subscribers. We were going to do like a a coupon code. So I'm going to create a a coupon, which is going to be Perry15. And so if anyone uh, goes to my website, gotrom.com, and there's a program that calls their attention and they want to try it, they can get a 15% discount if they use Perry15 at checkout. Just for listening to this show, look at that, and then Boom. going and Christmas came early. getting out there and improving your life, and then you get a code for that. That's so cool, man! Great guy. Thank you so much, Shane, for for reaching out, and then for us coordinating and coming on here, and then sharing your wisdom and insights. It's been an honor to have you on here. Thank you so much, Perry. It's been great chatting. That's another Power Blast podcast in the books. Thanks so much for tuning in, and remember when you are ready. To recharge your battery, make sure you go to TalkToPerry.com. That's TalkToPerry.com. That's P-E-R-R-Y. And I want to listen. I want to hear, you know, what's going on. I want to help you in that 15-minute call to recharge your battery and reclaim your power so that you're off and running and creating massive momentum toward your dream. Also, every day, I am delivering more motivation, support, tips, and strategies inside my free community with amazing people uh, like yourself. And we are conquering the mindset and the fitness. I do 52 weeks of free training in there. Plus, I coach and I mentor people as well as give you access to tons of resources and guides. Just head over to UpsideDownFit.com and you can get into the group. And hey, you would be an awesome friend. If you get over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave an honest rating and review for the Power Blast podcast. It helps awesome people like you find this show even faster. That's all I have for this week. I'll see you on the next Power Blast podcast. And always remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.